So we're holding by Shmuel Beis, where Perak Yitzayin Pasach of Beis, the learning tonight should be a schus ilinish master bechiyah mechol ben Asher, and Yecheskel Shraga ben Avram Yehuda, as well as a schus for Fuhrshlema for Moshe ben Miriam, Yosef Menachem and Chava, and Yom Tov ben Zlatamasha. So we learned previously that Yonis and Achimatz have to hide from Avsholim's servants. Uh, they were spotted uh, running off towards David's camp. Uh, they came, Avshalom's servants came to search for them by the house where they were hiding in Machurim. The woman there, which we saw was Shimi ben Geira's wife, hid them and sends Avshalom's servants uh, on, a, on, a, on a false chase. They eventually uh, uh, turn back to Yerushalayim when they're unable to find Yonas and Achimatz, and Yonas and Achimatz are able to make it all the way to David's camp and give him the news. So So based on Hushai's advice, David and all the people that were with him got up, and they crossed the Yardin, ensuring that they would not be susceptible to a surprise attack based on Achetoifel's advice. By the light of the morning, the Pasuk here says that there wasn't one person missing from David's camp who did not cross the Yardin. So David was able to take his entire camp intact and cross the Yardin, and in that way they were able to be saved. Now this leads right into Pasuk of Gimel, which... Once Achetoifel saw that David was able to escape across the Yardin, so Pasuk of Gimel, Achetoifel saw that his advice had not been carried out and realized now that the war would be lost. So he saddled his donkey. He got up, he leaves Yerushalayim, he goes to his house, to his city. He gives his final instructions to his family. And then he hangs himself, he commits suicide. He died, and he was buried in his father's grave. So the Radak explains that Achetoifel realized that he had lost his influence, uh, the shining... Uh, um, Mida, the shining attribute that Achetoifel had above everyone else, was the fact that his advice was held in such high regard. And now that Avshalom disregarded it, he lost that influence. He was a disgrace now. And so he lost his, uh, his uh, he, he was embarrassed to remain there amongst Avshalom's advisors. He wasn't going to take a second seat to, to anybody. And so therefore, he goes home. And he also, because he was so smart, he also was able to realize that at the end of uh, Hushai's advice, David was not going to be successful. Avshalom was going to be, was going to die, was going to lose, and that David would regain power. And when that happened, Achitophel is going to be executed as a traitor. And so therefore, says the Radak, he decided to take his own life instead. The Barbanel gives another reason why Achitophel committed suicide. He says that Achetoifel saw clearly the fact that Avshalom following Hushai's advice, which made no sense rationally, was clearly the Yad Hashem, and that Hashem was causing events to happen so that David would regain the Malchus. The halacha is that when a Marid B'Malchus is put to death, that person's possessions go back, go to the king. They belong now to the Melech. That meaning that Achetoifel's family is going to lose his entire estate because it's going to go to David because Achetoifel is going to be executed as a Marit B'Machas. So in order to protect the estate, to make sure that his heirs have an estate, have possessions to utilize after his death, Achetoifel killed himself before he could be executed as a Marit B'Machas and that way his family was able to be Yerushim. There are a couple of places where 
this suicide of Anchetoifel and Anchetoifel's end is discussed. First is the Gemara in Makas and Afir Aleph Amr Aleph. The Gemara there says that when David was built, was digging the foundation for the Beis Hamikdash, he picks up a piece of earthenware that was holding back the waters from rising. The waters began rising and were threatening to flood the world. So David asked if anyone knew that it would it be mutter for David to write the Shem Hashem on a piece of pottery and throw it in there into this Tahaim in order to stop the waters, which would erase Hashem's name. Nobody answered. So David announced that if anybody knows and doesn't answer, they should be choked to death. So Achetoifel makes a Kavachoymer. He says, if it's in order to make peace between a husband and a wife, Hashem allows his name to be erased by a site. Uh, so surely you could do it here if it's to save the entire world, to save every husband and wife. So therefore Achetoifel says that it was mutter. David takes a piece of pottery, throw, writes Hashem's name on it, throws it in, and the water stopped. And even though David put a curse on someone who knew but didn't, kept silent, and Achetoifel did not withhold the answer, but nevertheless, the Gemara says that you see from there that the that a curse of a tzaddik, that the curse of a tzaddik, even for nothing, comes true, similar to what we find by Yaakov and Rachel. And so for that reason, since David said that whoever uh, uh, doesn't announce it will be, will be cho- should be choked to death, so therefore Achetoifel's end was that he was choked, he choked himself to death. At least the form of death that he chose was chenek. There is also a ton of Develio that says that when David brought the Aaron to Yushalayim and we saw the whole tragedy of Tziva, of not Tziva, of um, Uzzah, that Uzzah died, right, because it wasn't done with the proper Kavod, Achetoifel was there, he knew the correct way to return the Aaron, but he kept it to himself. So the Tanit Velio says, since he kept this Lima to himself, he kept it in his throat, he died through choking, which is one of the Dalad Mises Bezdin. The Gemara in Sanhedrin says that, uh, that Achetoifel is one of the four Hedyaitis, one of the four um, um, non-kings who lost his chelik in Eilam Haba. So the Tferis Yisrael there brings down two pshatim, either because he killed himself committing suicide, which is an Avera, or because he rebelled against Malchus Beis David and there, thereby denied Mashiach ben David and someone who denies uh, Mashiach, who denies Eilam Ha'asid also loses his chilek in Eilam Haba, and so therefore uh, Achetoifel lost his chilek. Finally, there's a Gemara in Bava Basra which says that before uh, Achetoifel killed himself, he gave a tzavah to his family. He said them three things, right? It says here, what were the three things? He said, number one, don't cause machloikas. Number two, don't rebel against machlis based David. And number three, on Shavuos, if you see that it's a clear day, you should plant wheat that year. So the Ben Yoyad explains that all three really had to do with Achetoifel explaining his mistake about David. He wanted his family to correct. Obviously, the first two, don't cause machloikas and don't rebel against machos based David, are pretty straightforward. But the third illusion that on Shavuos, if it's clear you should plant wheat, is an illusion to David's connection to Shavuos. We know that David was born that day, and that's one of the reasons that we lay Megillus Rus, is that it's testifying to the lineage of David. Achetoifel told his children that they're going to see that David's going to die on Shavuos, the same day that he was born. That's a raya. Hashem does that only for tzaddikim, and it will show clearly that David did not sin by taking Bathsheba, and that Shloimah, who is the son of Bathsheba, is fit to be the next Melech. Where do you see that from his words? Because wheat in the Gemara is mentioned that if someone sees wheat in a dream, it's a message of peace. And so Achetoifel was telling his family that when David dies on the day he was born, which is something that Hashem only does for a tzaddik, therefore you should go and plant wheat, meaning make peace with Malchus based David and know that Shloimah, the son of Bathsheba, was born from a proper marriage.